welcome to Coffee Date with Purpose. Just setting up the podcast here, making sure that's all going well. I'm here today in front of my Christmas tree, so you can see a little bit of Christmassy around here. How is everybody doing today? I hope you are well and you're doing good. Tell me if you have your Christmas tree up already. Good morning, good morning. So, of course, we have to start this season. We're almost in December 1, so you can give me a little grace. Um, oh, I'm just nervous that my dog's going to knock my tripod over. Um, she's sitting literally right at my feet. So, mug of the day. We're going to start with the Christmas mugs. I warned you last week, didn't I? Christmas mugs. So, this is my Christmas sweater mug. I got this last year. I went with my friend Debbie to um, Niagara Falls on the lake. We had kind of like a Christmas day together and we were doing a little shopping and I found this mug. Isn't it cute? It's all little Christmas sweaters. It's so fun. So this is just one of many Christmas mugs. Just to warn you, there's more to come in the next weeks to come. <laughs> so my Christmas tree is behind me. As you can see, our decorate, we're not one of those we're not, I'm sorry, no offense. We're gonna be talking about offense today. No offense to anybody who has the perfect color coordinated Christmas tree. As you can see, we are not like that. <laughs> all of my decorate, the majority, not all, but the majority of our Christmas decorations are literally like from when the kids were little, things that they made. Every year they would get a Christmas decoration for Christmas and that's on the tree. Um, you can see right there, that's a Tim Hortons Christmas uh, coffee mug. That right there is my grandbaby's hand in clay. There's two more of them floating around somewhere. Um, yeah, so our Christmas tree is a little eclectic. So tell me about yours. Are you a matchy-matchy or are you eclectic? <laughs> Cheers. Welcome to those watching, listening, listening on the podcast. Okay, we're gonna get into word today. We are gonna talk about, are you all ready? You need to stick some extra sugar in your coffee today because a little bit of sugar helps the medicine go down. So, so I'm told. So it is sung in um, Sound of Music or Mary Poppins. I can't remember which. <laughs> One of those Juliet movies. <laughs> Anyways, today we're gonna talk about offense and we're gonna talk about forgiveness, okay? Um, so let's first of all get into the word. That's the best place to start. Let's start there. So we're going to go to Genesis right to the very beginning, to Adam and Eve, to the fall, where, where original sin happened, where it all began. Are you ready? Let's go to Genesis chapter three, and uh, we're going to go to verse 12 and 13. And I'm going to, so, so. The serpent had, like Adam and Eve had been put in the garden. They were told, you're not, just to give you some context, they were told to not eat of this particular tree. And um, the enemy comes along and goes, did God really say that? Like, did he really, like he starts kind of twisting words, right? And so Adam and Eve ended up partaking, eating some of the fruit and they realize that they were naked and they're trying to hide from God and God seeks them out. And then here's where we're going to pick up the story where God is literally like talking to them about um, them eating the fruit. So let's see what is very interesting to see what happens. Okay. 
So uh, God says, like, who told you you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? And here's the man's response. The man said, the woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree and I ate it. What is this that you have done, God says. So then the woman, Eve, replies... Then the Lord said to the woman, what have you done? And the woman says, the serpent deceived me and I ate. So what do you see right there in the scripture, right from the get-go, is the, we're going to call it the blame game, okay? Blaming somebody else for why they did something wrong. Let's just take a sip of coffee right there and let's just park you just need to think about that one for a minute. Blame game, blaming somebody else for your feeling. Ouch. Pause. <laughs> Pause for effect. Here we see Adam and Eve, and they are blaming each other for the fact that they just fell into sin. And then Eve is blaming the serpent. They are literally blaming other people Um not taking it, not taking the, they did it them. They had, we all have free will. We have a choice. We can decide whether we are going to cross the line of sin or we can decide to not to. Each of them decided to cross over and take a bite of the forbidden fruit, right? But when they're called out on their lies, on what they just did, on their sin, they both go to blame other people. So we're going to talk about offense today because that's what tends to happen is we get offended when somebody says something, does something, hurt our feelings. We get, we take on offense and we put the blame of why we're feeling this way onto other people. Oh my gosh. Okay, so offense. We play the blame game. We say, you know, like, if you didn't do this or if you would have done this, I wouldn't have felt this way. If you didn't say that, I wouldn't have felt that way. If you didn't do that, I wouldn't have felt that way. If you would have done it this way, then I would have been happy, right? We put the blame on other people and we take on offense. It is our, oh my gosh, this is so painful, I know. It, we choose, ooh, we choose, we do. We choose to be offended. We choose to allow other people to decide how we are going to respond to things and we can put the blame, just like Adam put the blame on Eve, Eve put the blame on the serpent. We don't wanna take responsibility for why we're feeling this way. We don't wanna take responsibility for why our emotions are a mess or why our feelings are hard or whatever. We don't wanna take responsibility for that. And so we become offended and we put the blame. Oh, Lord have mercy. We put the blame on somebody else. Here's what I, okay, we're gonna keep going on this topic for a second, but just, I want you to think about this for a second. When you get to heaven and God's like, hey, what did you do with your life? And why were you always so offended? We cannot stand before the Lord and put the blame on somebody else. 
When we stand before the Lord, we are there and we are responsible. Everybody write in those comments, responsible. We are responsible for our own actions. We choose to be offended. We choose to let it just flow off our backs like water off a duck's back. We choose. So when we get to heaven, we can't say, well, I didn't go to church because so-and-so said this, or I didn't forgive because so-and-so did this, or I was hurt because so-and-so said this. We can't, we have to take responsibility. I know this is hard. This is Christmas. Why are we not talking about fluffy, magical Christmas? Because this is what God wanted me to share with you today. If you are walking in offense, you need to stop. You are putting the blame on somebody else. Okay, we're going to turn to, well, we won't turn there. Let's just, I'll get you to turn there for time. I want you to turn to Galatians 5, okay? I want you to read that. It's the fruit of the Spirit. And one of those fruits of the Spirit is self control. That means that God gives us control to deal with our emotions through the Holy Spirit. We lean on the Holy Spirit to gain self-control. Through the Holy Spirit, we gain that self-control to be able to walk away from offense. We do not have to choose to take offense on. We do not have to choose to allow other people to offend us and walk in that offense. We can have self-control by leaning on the Holy Spirit, leaning on God, abiding in the vine, and have self-control to not take on offense. Now, I don't know how you guys feel about, oh my gosh, why did her, Joyce Myers, wow, her brain just, her name just left my brain. Um, I was listening to her the other day and she said, it is self-control not others control and I love that I am going to like put that in my brain for forever it's not we don't give control to others to determine how we are going to live our lives how we are going to walk in offense not offense it's not about other people it's self everybody write that and you just write that in the comments right now self-control not others control Okay, so we choose to be offended. One more thing I want to leave you with today is the thought about forgiveness, because this all is kind of part and parcel together. Like when we um, are in a moment where we can choose whether we're going to be offended or not offended, it comes down to forgiveness. We need to forgive people when they say things that are hurtful, when they say things that may be like just, you know, like kind of like dart at us, like arrows to the heart. We need to get rid of the offense and we need to forgive. Now, in the Bible, okay, let's get back to the word. In the Bible, Matthew 6, 15, Jesus talks about if you don't forgive, I can't forgive you. So again, you cannot stand before the Lord and say, thank you for your forgiveness of all my sins, but I chose not to forgive so-and-so for what they did to me. We can't do that. God will literally look at us and say like, I went to the cross for you, for your sins. Who gives you the right to not extend the same forgiveness to somebody else? I know that is strong and that's, that's hard to take on, but that is scripture. If you don't forgive somebody for hurting you, offending you, God will not be able to forgive you. Now, in saying all of that, I am totally aware of some very serious situations that people deal with that are abusive, 
um, really horrible, horrible, horrible things that have happened to you. And so when I say forgive, yes, you need to forgive that person. But I'm also aware that we also don't necessarily forget and we still have to be wise and cautious. We don't want to put ourselves into a position where we're going to be continually abused. That's not what I'm saying. We Sometimes we need to form boundaries to keep ourselves in a, in a safe environment, right? Our mind, mentally, physically, we need to kind of sometimes form boundaries. But we still, oh, and I know it's hard. We still need to forgive because we cannot stand before the Lord and say, I couldn't forgive them. Because God, when we ask God for forgiveness, no matter what we've done, when we come to him and we say, Lord, please forgive me, he forgives us. So who are we to say that we choose not to forgive? So everyone today, lesson for the day is self-control. Choosing not to be offended because of what other people have done or said to you. And choosing to forgive. There is freedom in doing that. Can I encourage you today? There is freedom in giving forgiveness and choosing not to be offended. Don't allow other people, other people's words, other people's decisions to decide how you are going to live your life. Offense is, it's a killer. It is a mental killer where we walk with literally poison in our bodies. I heard a saying one time that says, um, when somebody does, I forget exactly how it goes, but basically if you don't forgive and you walk in that offense, it is like you taking poison and hoping that the other person dies. So I want you to understand that taking on offense, being offended by people, being offended by people's actions, people's words, and not forgiving is literally poison in your body. It will destroy you. Wow, that was a hard one today, wasn't it? I just really felt to share that with you today, to encourage you to really look at your life. Look at all the people in your life that, that you are surrounded around, and is there anybody in your life that you have been offended by, that you've held that offense, that you haven't given it over to Jesus? And is there anybody that you haven't forgiven? And can I just ooh, encourage you with all my energy to forgive and walk away from offense and live in the freedom that Jesus Christ has for you? He went to the cross for you because he loves you unconditionally. Let's love others unconditionally. I pray this challenges you and blesses you today. A couple of things I need you to know. Uh, we are doing a live nativity. We're joining with Brayside Camp this weekend, Friday and Saturday night, 6 p.m. It's a walk through nativity right through till 8 p.m. Come and join us. Our church is putting on part of the scene, live nativity scene. Bring some non-perishable food items for our food bank at Cedarview Church. And on December the 10th, morning service, 10.30 a.m. Yes, 10.30 a.m. And evening service, 6.30 p.m. We are doing our Christmas musical. It's going to be so exciting. Please bring a non-perishable food item towards our food bank for that. And come and enjoy a Christmas musical. God bless everybody. Let's take some time to pray. God, I pray for my friends. I pray that you would help us through this Christmas season. Lord God, to be aware of our lives, that we would not take on offense, that we would forgive, that we would love unconditionally in a manner that you have done for us. 
God, we thank you for your forgiveness and how you are constantly there for us. We are honored and we are blessed to be able to serve you. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Have an amazing day, everyone, and I hope to see you this weekend at the Nativity Scene at Brayside Camp. God bless. Bye.